You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy. Joined by my co-host tonight, Cole Patterson. Dalton Miller not with us as he has got other obligations, uh, unfortunately, you know, as the season gets on. You know, we got so much to talk about, and Dalton decides to play video games or mess with his brand new computer, and, and you know, respect. Respect. But um, we are, we are, we got a lot to talk about because... We're not going to talk about it, but Hard Knocks debuts on HBO tonight. So obviously, we're not going to, you know, preview Hard Knocks, and it's way too late for me to stay up because I'm a child to <laughs> recap Hard Knocks. And I think we have a live viewing of that at Blogging the Boys, so we're not going to hit on that. We might mention it a little bit, but uh, we got Hard Knocks starting this week. We got preseason uh, week. I guess you could say number two for the Cowboys starting this week, and there's a ton to talk about. Um, Dak Prescott's back to throwing the football. Amari Cooper's uh, running some routes, catching the football. So a lot of things to talk about. But before we get going, Cole, how you doing tonight? You hanging in there? Yeah, I'm doing well, man. Uh, it was good to see some football last week. Uh, got another game coming up. We got some hard knocks. Um, seems like football is, you know, you know it looks like our, it's going to be in our schedule for the next few months, uh, which is exciting. Excited for the games to actually matter. But yeah, I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, like, even though it was preseason, and I feel like every year you get the people who are like, people are so excited for preseason, and then they actually watch preseason. But, like, for me, I don't care how <laughs> ugly the game is. Like, there's certain things you can yeah. take away, certain mm-hmm. players you can take positive things away from where the game doesn't need to be pretty for a majority of it. Like, you can look at the defense and be like, okay, they look like they're reacting better. They're not completely lost. Mm-hmm. and. That's really what we got in week one. But uh, in week two, we kind of want to do a similar thing. We want to talk about some guys who either didn't play well in that you know, Hall of Fame game, guys who maybe did play well in that Hall of Fame game that are going to need to continue to build on that, and then maybe some guys that have been around for a while that we're just not seeing it with. And it's only one preseason game in, but we kind of want to touch on five guys that we think need to come out. Uh, against the Cardinals this week and have a good showing, whether that's to solidify their roster spot, whether that's to force the team's hand and keeping them on the roster. We're going to cover a few different bases here, but Cole, I'll let you go ahead and start with the first one. Um, who do you think's that 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 number one player there who's really got to have a good week this week uh, in preseason? Yeah, um, to me, uh, I don't know if he's a number one player that has to, but I think he's definitely a if he's not the number one, he's definitely at the top of the list, and that's Ben DiNucci. Um, you know, the Cowboys decided to keep three quarterbacks last year. 
even though Dak Prescott up to that point hadn't had any injury concerns for the most part because uh, they thought that the Nucci had some stuff to work with, had some things that they really liked. Um, he had a rough, uh, he, he had some rough performances when he did see the field later in the season um, when Prescott and Andy Dalton went down. And uh, his first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, um, to say the least, didn't go very well for him. You know, he still is throwing it with the sidearm motion, which isn't, which isn't a huge problem in itself. But, you know, he wasn't making great throws. He was struggling. Uh, and I think he needs to have a bounce back game to at least show something, show signs to Mike McCarthy and the staff that, hey, I do deserve a shot for that third quarterback spot if they do keep three quarterbacks. Um but or even uh, if he keeps performing the way he is, he might not get any interest for another team. This is how you know. I think uh, I think this week is huge for him. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's a make it or break it game necessarily, but I think I don't think he can afford to have back to back horrible performances or you know less than great performances. I think he does need to show something at least for a confidence standpoint, if nothing else. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think. He's a guy that I'm not going to go, I'm going to say it, but I'm not going to say with much conviction because I'm not sure how accurate it is and how much I truly feel this spot. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could totally see a situation where Danucci you know, lays an egg again. Like, at that point, why wouldn't you just bring up Blake Bortles for being a double yeah. quarterback? Because if he's that bad in practice, like we're hearing, Andy's that bad in games, he's not doing anything to help you. You know, like he's not helping mm-hmm. your receivers in practice. He's yeah. not helping your defense in practice. He's not helping your receivers and offense and everything in preseason games. So if he's that mm-hmm. bad, just move on from the guy. I mean, he's not – realistically, he's a, you know, uh, a quarterback from JMU like, – like you don't expect them to come in and set the world on fire, but you expect them to at least look prepared and at least look mm-hmm. good enough to make the third or fourth string offense mm-hmm. like not look atrocious, but we just have not seen him. Really impressive since he's joined the Cowboys and he's been here for uh, going on two years now, and that's Maurice Kennedy. Um, I think he's a guy that doesn't need this week in order to make the roster. And I, you know, I want to be clear, like that's not when we when we said five guys that need to play well. We tried to, you know, reiterate that it may not, might not mean you know they're playing bad, they're playing poorly. Mm, yeah. It might mean that if they play well again, you're starting to force a hand. And I feel like that could be something that happens more with Maurice Kennedy because you got Trayvon Diggs's, your Kelvin Josephs. Your Jordan Lewis's, your Anthony Browns, your CJ Goodwins, your Nation Wrights. Like, you got these five, six, seven, eight even candidates who were slated to make the roster. And Kennedy's kind of maybe on the outside looking in right now if you're, you know, if you're really hoping that a Jordan Lewis or Anthony Brown sticks around. Um, but, I mean, he's playing so well in the scrimmage games. He's playing so well in the preseason, playing so well in practice that he's getting to the point now where, like, I'm ready to, you know, ready to start with Anthony Brown or Jordan Lewis to just more sanity. And, and, again, he's a new new, new face, new name to the team. Nobody saw him last year when he opted out. But, I mean, he's playing extremely well uh, this, this whole offseason, and, and I think he could be a big, big part of this defense if he plays up to the levels he showed this offseason. 
Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. I was not expecting a ton from him. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did look really uh, good in that first preseason game. He's had a pretty solid training camp as well. Um, say what yeah. you want about the other quarterbacks behind Dak Prescott. You can say they're not great or anything, but he's had some interceptions and made some impressive plays on the ball. He, he's taking advantage of the opportunities in front of him. And I do think maybe sitting out last year and getting fully healthy, um, that might help him. You know, I mean, he's 100%. It looks like he's playing the best football of his career. Uh, it yeah. looks like he's playing with the chip on his shoulder. Um but, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that entering training camp, a lot of us would have had him on the bubble of making the roster or not. Maybe, um, I mean, it, I think a lot of people may have had him not on the roster, uh, maybe just missing out or at least one of those last few guys on there. Um, but, yeah, if he can follow up that first game with another soft performance combined with his training camp and everything like that, I think it will make it very difficult for the Cowboys to pass up on him and not uh, keep him on the roster. Um because, I mean, if he if he's, keeps uh, adding impressive performance after impressive performance, somebody's going to pick him up, whether it be the Cowboys or not. Um, so, opposite of uh, Indonucci, whereas he needs a game to stay on the roster because uh, he's struggling and they could cut him, I think uh, I completely agree with you, or Miss Kennedy can have a – he needs a strong performance to show that he, he deserves it and – deserves to be on this roster because of what he brings to the table. Because um, if the Cowboys don't keep him, somebody else will be will be quick to snatch him up, in my opinion. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with all of that. Um, I think the guy you want to touch on next is a guy on the offensive line that, you know, had some good spurts of, of playing time last year, you know, when the offensive line was really mm-hmm. banged up, but then kind of fell off at the end and really didn't show a whole lot in that preseason last week. Yeah, uh, Brandon Knight, he's a guy that, you know, like you said, performed pretty well for the most part. Uh, and some key moments last year when the offensive line was really banged up. Um, but, yeah, last week was rough for him. It may have just been a thing where it was the first preseason game. You know, people are still trying to get in game shape. I know they've had training camp, but, uh, you know, game action is a lot different. Maybe it was just one of those things. And, you know, week two, he bounces back against the Cardinals. Um, however. Yeah, he looked rough. He didn't look as even if you're a Cowboys fan and you know, looking back at last year with Tyron Smith and Leo Collins were hurt, Zach Martin had to miss some time. Um seeing Brandon Knight struggle, a guy that you are expected to count on this year, seeing him struggle doesn't exactly make you feel good or get you excited or make you feel confident. So I think from that standpoint he does need to have a bounce back game. I don't necessarily think his his uh position on the roster is in jeopardy or anything like that, but I think he does need a um a good performance against the Cardinals uh, here coming up in order to really make you feel confident about some of that offensive line depth. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, I think the versatility he offers is being able to play tackle and he's been around, you know, the staff seems to like him. I kind of agree with you now. Like, even if he does this week and not play great, like, I don't think it's going to be a, you know, situation where it's like, oh, he's he's not going to make it now, um, you know, but I think he needs to, like you said, show show this coaching staff something, show the fan base something, so just everybody can be a little bit more confident in his ability and his ability to step in if something crazy happens like it did last year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, again, realistically, like, like you said, like he might not be a guy that you're hoping to rely on this year with, you know, you brought in your, your – 
Ty Nasecki's and, you know, you, mm. you have your Connor McGovern's kind of deeper down the depth chart. You know, Terrence Steele's still around. And, and, you know, you got younger guys like Josh Ball. So you got these guys who who might overtake him uh, either way. But, you know, I just think like, the confidence links. Malik Turner, a guy who's had a really good camp. Um, with that second team offense, him and Garrett Gilbert have developed a nice little connection. Uh, in the holiday game, he had a huge fumble uh, on a fourth down conversion, and that's just things young guys who don't have you know a, a name on the back of their jersey yet. Uh, a guy who's you know going to make the roster unless something crazy happens injury wise. Like you, you can't do those small mistakes. You know that they, they end up turning into something big in the preseason because that just gives coaching staff and front office a little bit of hesitancy to to rely on you to want to carry you on that roster. You know, especially if it means overtaking a guy like Cedric Wilson or Noah Brown or Simi Fahoko, a guy they just invested in. Like, that's kind of what you're looking at. Like, if if Malik Turner were to make the roster, it would probably be over a Simi Fahoko or a Noah Brown or Cedric Wilson. And and it's just it's tough for me, you know, if, if he's a guy who's showing up in Nashville. Remember a few years ago, it was like Lance Lenore was like the best thing in mm-hmm. camp. He was getting open. He's catching the football. And then mm-hmm. preseason would start. And he'd do some of those things, but he'd fumble. Or on part returns, he'd fumble. He, he, just, he could never fully put it all together. And that's kind of a similar route I'm seeing Malik Turner on right now. He comes out in week two. Mm-hmm. Wins at the point. He holds the ball. Wins at a catch. Maybe go in a situation where he'd be after the roster if he finishes out this preseason high on, on a high. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because, like, not funny, but, you know, right when Malik Turner fumbled, my whole Twitter timeline was everybody said, oh, oh crap, he, <laughs> he's going to get cut. He's, that was his last uh, play as a cowboy and everything like that. Um which, I mean, it's kind of harsh, but I can kind of see where people are coming from. <laughs> coaches are, you know, coaches are looking for, like, things like that to cut you. They're looking for right, a reason right. to cut you because they can't keep everybody. I'm sure they want to go cheap at some positions, but they're not just keep everybody just because you're on a cheaper contract. And they're looking for reasons to get rid of you um, because of that 53-man limit. And that very well could be the deciding factor now. I mean, like turn into some more, oppor- more opportunities to make up for that. But that definitely is... Uh, him starting up on the wrong foot as far as preseason action goes, but you're right, he has been doing pretty well in the training camp. He's, I mean, uh, first week or so, he, he was like the talk of training camp for the most part. Him and Dak, him, him and Garrett Gilbert, uh, both of them were making some good throw and catches with uh, Mike Bryant. It looked like he had, or Mike Turner, he looked like he had some, um, you know, a chance to make that roster potentially. I'm very intrigued by the, uh, bottom of the roster as far as receivers go there's so many talented guys um osiris mitchell had a pretty good start to training camp as well um there's so many guys battling for that one spot that a fumble like that could come back and bite you however on the flip side a strong performance this week and have him on the other side you know uh, maybe him turning upwards of uh, gaining a position on that roster um so i think that is a thing that i'm really interested in is, is which receivers can step up um feel pretty confident that Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown will be on the roster, but uh, 
one, you never know. Maybe they do throw a curveball or maybe they do want to carry six receivers, whatever the case is. So I think um, if you're looking for something, uh, you know, other than the outcome of the actual game, I think looking at a wide receiver battle is really, uh, really intriguing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, and the last guy we want to touch on is a guy who's kind of been on a similar path as, as some of these other guys we've talked about, who's been around for a little bit and, um, you know, he, he got on the defensive side of the ball who we've seen play a little bit. He's banged up a little bit. And then he came out in the first preseason game this year in the Hall of Fame game and just didn't look good. And that's Luke Gifford, um, a young player who showed a little bit of promise early on in his career with the Dallas Cowboys. I remember first camp he was in, a lot of people raved about him and he's battled some injury issues. He's been up on the active roster. He's been on the 53. He's been on the practice squad. So he's been you know, up and down and around a little bit. But uh, we thought he was a guy who had a pretty good chance of making the roster, playing a vital role on defense and special teams. But um, after last week's performance, I don't have a lot of confidence in what he showed so far. Uh, we haven't heard a lot about him in camp, and then he didn't have a good preseason game. So what do you think about Luke Gifford? Do you think that he's a guy who's still battling out for a roster spot? Is he safe? Like, where are you at with Gifford? Yeah, and I'm kind of along the same lines as you. Um, he, I mean, he did have a one good stop or one good play that, uh, last week, if I remember correctly, in a third down. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it wasn't his best performance. And before the draft, um, going back to the you know uh, spring, I would have said that he was a safe player on this roster that he wouldn't have had much to work worry about in August. But uh, when they signed Keanu Neal in free agency and then draft Michael Parsons and Jabril Cox, you know, all of a sudden that linebacker room is pretty competitive. Um, you have to think all three of those guys are going to make the roster uh, unless barring something unforeseen. Uh, I mean, I guess if they want to cut Neal or whatever they want to do, but I mean, for the most part, I would expect all three to be on there. Um, so that does, I mean, then you got Lane Banderas and Jalen Smith. So that puts Gifford spot in jeopardy already. Um, I do think his special teams, uh, you know, value does give him some leverage, at least, um, you know, with the coaching staff, maybe his ability to contribute on special teams could be a, maybe if it comes down to him and somebody else or, you know, they start making decisions um, that may help him in his favor. However, uh, yeah, if you put two, uh, kind kind of like uh, Danucci or uh, yeah. you, you know somebody like that. If you put back to back, you know you know less than ideal performances in the preseason. Uh, uh, I mean, you start to wonder: Does he make the roster? Right. Is there a spot for him? Um, maybe the, if he, unless he has a really strong performance to round out the preseason, maybe the coaching staff thinks that they're set at linebacker. So yeah, I definitely think he has to be able to at least make some kind of impact and not expecting him to be a superstar or anything, but right. at least make some impressive plays and show his value and remind the coaching staff why some people were high on him. I know you know, so a lot of people were excited about him last year. Um, and, you know, since he joined the Cowboys, um, he's shown some things on the field to, to like. Like you said, he has some special teams value as well, um, which is going to make him valuable on the roster. But I don't think he can afford to have another bad performance in the preseason, um, considering all the competition and talent at the linebacker uh, spot already. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm right there with you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's those are the five guys we're going to talk about. The last guy I want to touch on a little bit, which, again, we're not really mentioning him because we don't know what the status of it is, but it is Malik Hooker. Um, we don't know if he's going to play. He hasn't really gotten back into practice yet, so it's probably unlikely that he does play. But if he does, um, I mean, again, like we've talked about a little bit the previous weeks, but he's not a guy that we think is going to step in and just 
get on the field and start right away. I mean, again, it's hard to not see him make the team because the depth at free safety behind DeMonte Kaziz is pretty much non-existent. So it's hard to see him not having a role. But if you're talking about getting on the field early and often, you're talking about earning a starting role, like he's going to have to show up some point in this preseason because we haven't seen him in a while. He's coming off a nasty injury. So there's a few things there that I'm looking forward to, hoping he'll get on the field some this offseason um, and we can see him work before the season starts because we think he can be a play, a play a big role and be a good player. But we haven't seen him in a while, and he's coming off a torn Achilles. So those two things normally don't yeah. bode well. But um. The, yeah, the injuries thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, yeah. you're good. I mean, I completely agree with you. Because the injuries, uh, his history of injuries really makes you concerned if he doesn't play a single snap in the preseason. Right. Um, I mean, kind of not along the same lines, but uh, but Dak, he's coming off two injuries. I would like for him to play in the preseason. I kind of expect him to at some point just to be able to, you know, be able to get him in a game atmosphere, game environment for week one. But if he doesn't play, I'm not you know, worried out of my mind because um, right. I feel pretty confident. But um, with Malik Hooker, I don't know if I would be worried necessarily, but I wouldn't feel great about him going without playing a preseason and, you know, relying on him heavily early right. in the year after that, considering his injury history and all of that. I feel like he has to play. If it's not this week, he has to play at some point just to be able to get on the field and uh, just so you know you can rely on him. I think that's what it comes down to. So I completely agree with you on that front. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, we got hard knocks coming up here in a little bit. So we're going to be tuned into that. We know you will be too. So we don't want to take up uh, any more time away from this uh, hard knocks premiere that we're all looking forward to. And make sure you tune into that. It'll be cool. I mean, again, it's, it's sort of corny, I guess, but like at the same time, like any, I mean, people who complain about it on social media and stuff, I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, you're telling me that you get to hear, learn more about the team that you love, and you're upset about that. So, <laughs> and I'll it's just tuned. entertaining, like. right? Yeah, like it's just entertainment, yeah. you know. But but I'll be tuned into that, and we'll be tuned into sure. this week's preseason game, and we'll be doing the same thing next week as well. So, make sure you come back next week and listen to the Talking the Star podcast. Make sure you subscribe and listen to all the other podcasts on the Blogging the Boys podcast feed. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week on the Talking the Star podcast. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today